Hey, welcome to the Maybe You're Like Me podcast with me, Mike Burns. Listen, I know we're all more alike than we care to think. We've all got dreams, we've all got hopes, but sometimes we can feel a little alone trying to navigate in this crazy world we live in. So this podcast is all about you and it's all about me and how maybe we're a little more alike than we care to think. Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. On today's episode, we're talking to Bump Galetta. Bump is an amazing local artist. He does these amazing portraits and drawings in black and white. And honestly, he's just like the coolest guy. We talk about things like the fear of being a creator to Bigfoot and a lot of stuff in the middle. So sit back and enjoy this conversation I have with Bump Galetta. Hey friends, welcome to Maybe You're Like Me, a podcast with me, Mike Burns. And today we are joined by uh, a friend that I'm making that he's just the coolest person I know, uh, like legitimately so, so cool. He is an artist, a dad, an author, a husband, and just all around rock star. Everybody, this is Josh Bump Galetta. Josh, thank you so much for being here, man. No problem. That was awesome. I appreciate the, <laughs> the love and that intro. <laughs> you know, I try. I try. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so listen, here at Maybe You're Like Me, it's all about trying to find ways that we're more alike because in the world, we see so many people on Instagram or influencers or things that it just seems like life is unattainable. And so uh, I'm not trying to take you down a peg, but I just want to see maybe that we're more alike than we would even know. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, I had some plumbers over yesterday. And me and the guy got talking and I would hit certain things and he's like, and he would fist bump me because he was like, oh, we can relate <laughs> on these things. I mean, he's country as can be, but it was pretty awesome that we hit a few notes that we were able to just to have a good dialogue and conversation. He was just blown away. He's like, you got some similarities. That's insane. So, yeah, I love this whole idea and concept. So are you, let's just go ahead and start. Are you a little bit more country, or a little bit rock and roll? <laughs> uh, it was more like Bigfoot love. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you guys connected on Bigfoot. Listen, okay. Yeah. That's, that, that's a way that we're like, yep. who doesn't love Bigfoot? Right. Do you think Bigfoot's real? I can go either way. I have my theories and I don't want to freak out your guests where I go, but um, I want to believe. Okay. I feel okay. like I've seen things that would definitely, you know, make it happen. But I also, I can be like, you know what? I, I overanalyzed it, but I'm, I'm more strong towards. Yes, there is Bigfoot. Listen, it may have just been me with my shirt off. It's a little hairy. No one wants to see it. So. It was dark out, you know, <laughs> I do walk around your neighborhood at nighttime. So. That's awesome. Well, Hey, there we go. Yeah, it was me. I'm sorry. So I didn't mean to so ruin. I do believe. Yeah, you do believe. Um, all right. So here on the, maybe you're like me podcast, uh, we do a couple of quick rounds and this is just like the get to know you round. All right. And so uh, let's say you just met me at like a cocktail party or uh, around town, like give me the the Josh nutshell or the bump nutshell. You got it. All right. So um, I'm celebrating my 20th anniversary with Mary in August. That's awesome. I turned 45 in a couple of weeks. That's so crazy. Uh, we have two kids, Emerson, 13. She's amazing. She's an artist. That's Finn, awesome. He's uh, 11 and incredible, loves Legos like me. I'm a huge Star Wars Lego fan. So me and him like to collect those and do things like that. Uh, I'm a self-taught artist. Never That's went awesome. to school or anything for that. And I'm not originally from Florida. I'm from um, like Savannah, Decatur's kind of where I was born okay. all over Georgia, Georgia and most of the East Coast. And then met my wife at a summer camp when we were working on staff. Oh, that's the dream. That is the dream. We've been together ever since. And um, my brother and I used to speak at uh, like camps and uh, churches and stuff. And like my teenage dream was to just meet a girl at a camp and just fall madly in love with each other. It didn't work out. Oh, I met my wife later. You know what? I'll tell you things how, are way better. <laughs> the way we 
first met, all right, we knew all the same people, but we hadn't met. It's one of those stories where everybody wanted us to meet. Like I knew her siblings before I met her, mm -hmm. but uh, I heard she was at camp. She came that that year and she was going to work in sort of the same area I was. And I heard she was on the property. And okay. with my specific job, I had my own golf cart. Oh, green with the roof. And I came flexing. in there and oh man, I flexed with a full on break. I'm like, did you Tokyo drift into our heart? I totally. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> what's up? I'm I'm bump. And she's like, I'm Mary. And we got to meet. And then, you know, after that, we just started slowly. That's so, so cool. So that's like, I haven't, we haven't really talked about that story much to too many people, but that's a fantastic origin story. And yeah, we've been here, I think 14 or 15, I've been in Lakeland 14, 50 years, probably been in Florida over 30, but that's insane. But love it here. That's awesome. I'm so like, I'm so happy that you're a part of our community and we'll talk about that in more in yeah. a little bit, but I just, I am so like, I love you and your family. Oh, so thanks, man. Yeah. I love the community. I love Lakeland that it's, it's small, but it's growing. Mm -hmm. I love it. You can see people, you know, in the grocery store or yeah. the coffee shop. So for sure. Good vibes. <laughs> Are you a coffee guy or a tea guy? I'm a coffee guy. Okay. I, uh, I've been a barista off and on. I was a youth pastor for 20 years Okay. and most churches can't really pay a youth pastor, you know? Yeah. And so I would always work two or three jobs at a time. Mm -hmm. And so I was a barista for a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. And so I just would always make my own drinks and I can officially say I hate, I hate Frappuccinos and all those fun <laughs> drinks because you make so many of them, but I'm definitely a coffee guy. Are you a black coffee guy now? Either black or I'll put some steamed half and half, like a misto okay. or, you know, whatever they call those drinks, you know, like a cafe con leche. Yeah. But it just, you know, yeah, I, my coffee is like 90% sugar and half and half oh. and then a little bit of coffee. Actually, I've gotten better, but it used to be that yeah, way for sure. You can sure. just slowly wean yourself off. Then when you go back, you get nauseous. Like I can't drink like a normal Coke or like a, a, a latte with all the stuff in there. I'll just get sick because it's so much because I've kind of deprived myself of this thing slowly, <laughs> wean myself off. But I don't want to wean myself off. I like I it too yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have Disney passes. I can cheat on those days. <laughs> all right. So uh, still in this get to know you round. Um, uh, if somebody was just looking at your Instagram, what do they know about you? That I like drawing in black and white. Okay. <laughs> that I like uh, Star Wars and Legos and that um, I just like going out with my family. Like those are mm -hmm. kind of like the key things. I try to, um, I don't share a whole lot of behind the scenes. And, and mm -hmm. it's funny because you think like you're saying, like you think you know somebody from seeing their post. Yeah. And then when I get to know people, they're like, oh, okay. You know, they're realizing certain things aren't what they thought. You know, I think you see a picture and automatically in your head, you have this whole life story. Yep. And you get to know a person like, oh, okay. His dad jokes are kind of bad or, <laughs> <laughs> or he's not as tall. <laughs> Do people give you that? Do they say you're no, not? I'm Italian. I've always been short. I just like to joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone uh, watching or listening out there, Bump is actually six foot. It's 11. So <laughs> One very day. tall man. So I've seen people are getting that surgery where they'll break the bones and do those extension things so they can be six foot. But I'm like 5'10", 5'11", yeah. maybe on a good day. Right. And it's not, it's not there. No, so. yeah, I'm fine. I'm happy in my climate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a long time ago, I started uh, writing a series of books and they were called My Awkward Guide to Blank. And so every time uh, you could fill the blank with anything, yeah. so like my awkward guide to finance, but I'm a little bit dyslexic. And so me writing a finance book wasn't a great idea. <laughs> um, so I That's started awesome. writing one called uh, my awkward guide to dating. Yes. Now I haven't been on a first date in a while, right? but the only piece of advice that I could think of to give somebody to go on a first date would be to ask the right questions. That way you can get to know them. So it's not just like, what's your favorite color or do you like dogs? Right. But like, well, you want to get to know a person. Definitely. So this is going to be, I call it our first date round. All right, let's do it. So these are just some fun, get to know you questions. And I just, 
answer as honestly as you, you got can. it, man. Oh yeah. I'm always, <laughs> I can't lie. And if I'm lying, you could tell right away. I'm red. I'm giggling and laugh. I'm just, that was oh. the first question. Are you good at poker? So I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, real quick. We were playing Texas Hold'em once. I love the game. And one day I got this hand. I'm like, all in. And of course everybody folded. Uh huh. So I lost a chance of winning a lot of money because I just couldn't keep, I was just so excited. I'm like, I got a good, <laughs> I I've played poker twice. It's not because I'm against it. I just, I don't know the rules. And I, yeah. and so it was, and it was like a, a candy game. Like people were putting candy in. Oh, I'll play um, some of those. Once, oh, yeah. I won me many a Skittles. <laughs> um, and so I was, uh, the only two times I've ever played poker and it was like just in passing, I, I got my cards and they gave me my Skittles or whatever. And I just blind all in every time. Yeah. And I won every poker game. Oh, I've that's ever awesome. <laughs> it's good bluff. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. They're like, he's faking like he doesn't know, which means he's got a great hand. Yeah. And I have, I don't have any tells either. So, all right. So for real, so this is our <laughs> right, first, first day. Here ready we for go. This? All right. What food could you eat your uh, body weight in? Oh man, I'm Italian. Okay. So I just, you know, pizza, lasagna, um, you can throw in a little barbecue in there as well, but, okay. but yeah, I just, uh, I love Italian stuff. That's just, I'm, I will not say no. On pizza, what is, like, what's your go-to toppings? I'm a meat lover's kind of guy. Oh, man. Absolutely. But again, when I met my wife, um, the way I was raised, my parents didn't have a huge dietary, you know, thing they were given to us. And so when I met Mary, she was very cultured in her eating things. And so mm-hmm. that was fun. Like, I, we first met right away, is like Chinese, Thai food, Indian, all the stuff I had never had. But I'm just like, all right, I'll try it. And yeah, but again, you know, just I'm Italian and barbecue are always like my top. Yeah, you're an Italian living in the South. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had barbecue pizza? That's the real question. Actually, I have, and it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I've had also pizza in Seattle, where it's topped with mac and cheese. Okay, that's crazy. But I, you know, I'm in Seattle, so I'm like, it's okay. That sounds like fair food. It does, but it was in a very fine establishment, which is kind of <laughs> crazy. But fair food's good. I can eat some of that. Yeah, I fried everything. <laughs> we call it tan food in our house. <laughs> oh yeah, because it just comes out tan. <laughs> When they uh, started frying butter, that's what was too far yeah. for me. So, well, what was your answer? What's yours? You can eat all day. Oh man, I've got a few things. Uh, mine specifically is kettle corn. Oh man, if it's especially so, we're back to fair food again. If it's caramel, oh, you got me. There is a uh, uh, in Lakeland here. There is a downtown farmers market, and there used to be a guy. Uh, his name was Papa Wood. Uh, Papa Wood kettle corn, and oh my god, I could eat. Yeah, eat that forever and ever and ever. But also you got to stay back from his thing, his cauldron, because you kernel hit you. Like, what is that? Listen, if that's how I go out, that's how I want to go out. So. <laughs> he died a brave man, <laughs> taken out by a colonel. <laughs> it sounds like I was in a war, though. He was taken out by yeah. a colonel. So who knows? <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll leave out the details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I want to be memorialized. Put that on my tombstone, taken out by a colonel. Um, All right. Uh, so that was number one. Good okay. job. Uh, Italian food. You can't go wrong with Italian food. Can't. I mean, there's so many options. I didn't get that red sauce or whatever, you know, anyway. Oh, you can't, I can do too much, uh, Italian food. Yeah. So I, that's right. for a later day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you were, if you could be a contestant on any game show, oh. what show are you going on? Oh man. I always loved watching win, lose or draw back in the nineties. Oh yeah. Cause I feel like I'm a very good guesser as well as I can contribute in the artistic sense. Cause uh-huh. I, can, I can sense what people are doing. Uh-huh. So I always just love the idea of being on the couch with some celebrity, maybe Paul Rudd or somebody, but that would okay. be my dream. I mean, uh, yeah. Or, you know, Hollywood Squares was also. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you get to go first in tic-tac-toe and went, you, you got it. You can't get go that wrong corner there. and you're set. Nope. Uh, for me, I would absolutely try to get on The Amazing Race. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. If, see, that's like a reality show game show, but I'm I'm counting it because it's my show. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, my brother-in-law recommended a show we just started the other night. It was super funny. It's that new putt-putt one that's uh, Steph Curry's oh, uh, yeah? producing or whatever called like Holy Moly. Uh-huh. That is her. It's pretty funny. It's a good show. I don't know if I can handle getting knocked off because part of it's like that wipeout stuff. Yeah. But the other part's like some true golf skills. So do you have golf skills? No. Okay. I mean, I love, I'm, I'm not a competitive person, so I love to play and participate, but mm-hmm. I don't care if I lose or win. I can care less if somebody's killing me. I just, I just love to be out there and active with everybody. Yeah. Just having fun. Yeah. That's fantastic. All right. So uh, last question in the get to know you round, yeah. uh, in the first date round here is, uh, who is your favorite historical figure? Oh my goodness. Favorite historical figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I, I like reading about history. Like I used to love reading about the forties. Yeah. I love reading about, um, world war two and then after world war two, just how the, um, we just came back out of the depression. Yeah. So, I mean, I love, I uh, just hearing stories about like Dwight D Eisenhower, um, yeah. just how he, I mean, if you think back of all the things, not just the violent part, but just kind of get it all together, organized and taking all these millions of people to Europe and then doing those things and then coming back. And I mean, it just really respect because I just, you know, I get stressed out just trying to deal with a handyman. I can't imagine dealing <laughs> with all these like egos and different countries yeah. and different nationalities and languages and things like that. So I, I respect that. Um, I mean, I do. I think, you know, Abraham Lincoln's story is also pretty awesome. For sure. And um, also, you know, just uh, we got to go to see the the Civil Rights Museum in Atlanta. So just Martin yeah. Luther King and just I know we all have the, the speeches and stuff, but just the journey from A to B, yeah. all that so I like, I like hearing those things. I'm like, if these guys can make it through that, then my little dealing with electrical issue or plumbing or whatever, I can handle yeah. these things. So I, I like this stuff, but I, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Ambrose, uh, Steve Ambrose. No, what's his first name? I used to read a lot of his books. Okay. It's about history and the, the world. He did everything from Lewis and Clark to yeah. World War II to, um, you know, America coming back after in the forties and fifties. So stuff like that. That's awesome. That's I like, like a long, <laughs> sorry for me to narrow it down to one individual, but I gave you all of history. So oh, you, awesome. yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go for Jesus. Oh, so, wow. That was the perfect answer. I always tell my kids, you know, yeah. As a youth pastor, you're like, all right, you cannot say God in heaven as the answer. <laughs> God, give me some more depth. <laughs> one time on uh, Facebook, I was looking for a, a book recommendation and you, there's always that guy. It's like, you should read the Bible. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, uh, I, in parentheses, I put, uh, uh, give me a book recommendation and in parentheses, uh, just not the Bible. I'm almost done with it. Don't ruin it for me. Um, so <laughs> no spoilers, please. Yeah. No spoilers. So. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, dude. Ah, I'm so happy you're here. This is so much fun. Let's do All it. right. So, uh, this next round of questions, I call it the slow round. So this is where so I appetizers kinda, already come. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't first date anymore. Maybe we've dated for a few gotcha. months in, but this is where I really want to like try to get to know our guest. And so I want to get to know you. And so, um, this is, uh, these are a little bit more heart than, uh, what you could get your body weight in. All right, let's do it. I I love that. All right. So uh, first off is this, who was your favorite teacher, uh, growing up and what did they teach you now? Not just like what, what subject did they teach you, but like, what did they actually teach you? Oh man. Well, first off, I just, uh, like a preface, I was like in a, a pretty rough accident a while back. And so my memory is jacked up. So I don't remember much of my childhood anymore, like high school or elementary anything. Oh, wow. So like the only really elementary teacher I can remember, her name was Mrs. Conley. I think she was my third grade teacher. And the only reason I can really have this memory is she was uh, Scottish. Okay. And so whenever she said garage, she always say garage. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I talk about that, I always say garage. Or like, if you remember Homestar Runner, good, yeah. ger- good gerb. So I got my kids saying, like these, these random little yeah. nuggets we say that I can't you know remember. 
But I just remember I never had met somebody with an accent, but also she was really sweet. Cause I, same with you, like I had some learning disabilities. I found out late that I had a, a form of dyslexia where it was just like testing. I have a hard time with like multiple choice, true and false and things like that. I just, I'm a horrible tester. And just, you know, the people having the patience and seeing that even back in the day, that's yeah. stuff, you know, you wouldn't recognize a care. It's just like this person's acting out or they're just not a good student, but she was awesome. And then, um, just even, I think as a, for somebody I read, I kind of treated as a teacher was John Acuff, if I can say him. Yeah. Cause all his books I read were motivational or business and his book quitters kind of the reason why like my art had started to get some trajectory or the business side of it. Yeah. And so I felt like I learned a lot from reading him and meeting him and talking with him and just felt like his advice and wisdom was good. Cause there was even times he's like, Hey man, I'm about to show something of yours, go double your prices. And that scares the mess. I mean, I was, anybody who sells anything, double your prices is just yeah. like, who's going to pay that much for my stuff. Yeah. And he did that on multiple occasions. So I felt like he was teaching me and training me on how to be, you know, a business person and also owning what I do, owning who I am and things like that. So, so Mrs. Conley and Johnny Cuff would be my, <laughs> I feel like I've gotten a, two very separate things, but yeah. that's, that's awesome that you, <laughs> so you learned how to say garage wrong from one yeah. and how to do business from the other one. That's there. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm more of the guy I can learn like on the job doing it versus sit through training and all that stuff. Yeah, so that's kind of like, you know, why I felt those had some impact on me. That's awesome. No, I'm happy that you have those <laughs> answers in the first place. All right. So say you have like 10 minutes or an hour free. Yeah. Where does your brain go? I daydream a lot. Yeah. Mary says that the secret life of Walter Smitty is like my, my autobiography or whatever. Cause That's it's awesome. just, I'm always zoning out, but man, I just, I daydream a lot. I just get lost in different things. And so if I was just, you know, free to do whatever, if I don't have an audiobook on, or if I'm just like hiking, I like to walk and hike a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I just, I get lost. I always just, um, kind of create all these stories in my head and things like that. But then I'm also, if it's not a good story, I want to make it so people can't tell it's my story. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but, um, yeah, was that a good answer? That's a great answer. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I mean, I'm always sketching and drawing things too. Like I always have stuff yeah. on me just for myself. Cause you need to do that. You know, yeah. you just gotta make stuff for you. So absolutely. That's kind of usually where I'm, where I'm at. And if I'm not at Disney or something with the kids. Oh man, those are good times too. Yeah. I love it. All right. So this is the last question in our slow round. And, uh, and this one's, it's kind of more pointed towards you. All right. I wrote this one for you. Awesome. And it's, um, it might be a little tough, but yeah. Uh, with how it relates to your creativity and entrepreneurship, what is a fear you have right now? And what are you doing to work through that fear? Oh, okay. Yeah. My thing is uh, a fear is that it becomes too much or oversaturated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lakeland's a small town and I've been fortunate to do a lot of things. So yeah. that's, so I, I, and that I don't evolve. Like I'm constantly trying to make sure that even though I, my stuff is recognizable for its aesthetics and how I do things that um, it gets to the point where like, oh, you know, see it here, see it there. That's just always been a fear of mine. And so I try to make sure like it's going and changing because with success comes people who see the success and feel like, Oh, I can do that. And then they start mimicking. And so that's, there's been a few occasions where something shows up and like, Oh, I got your, your thing you did. I'm like, I didn't do that. Ooh. And now it's uh, the point where people are noticing it too. And like, Oh, I saw this looks like yours. And and for me, I'm not that type of person to, to share or say or point. I'm just like, you know, what? I'm just going to do better. My next thing will be better and different. And because I don't know, I just, I imagined, uh, I don't know. I just don't want to be that tough guy or coming in there and ruining somebody's moment or complaining about whining. Or, you know, yeah. I feel I'm already blessed to be where I am mm-hmm. that I don't need to be the guy to come in there like, what are you doing? Flipping, t-? you know, <laughs> it's just like, all right, you know, 
that happened. That's awesome. I knew they had that phrase, like the sincere, sincerest form of flattery. If somebody yeah. does that, I don't, I'm just like, all right, that's just kind of, my, all right, that got noticed that recognized you're doing that thing. So how can you evolve and be a better creative, be a better artist? And how also can you share that with maybe other people are feeling the same thing? Cause I get opportunities where I talk to other artists and creative and they want advice and tips and pointers, or yeah. they even want to vent a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, look, man, small town, you don't want to be known for the person who's a whiner, complainer, point stuff like that out. Yeah. And so, but that is my fear. Like it just becomes that it's, it's, it becomes too much or people are used to it and they don't see any change or, you know, involvement in my, my creativeness. Yeah. Is that a word? Creativeness? Feels good to me. I liked it. <laughs> um, so what I'm hearing you say on that is that you're not just going to like stay stagnant. If somebody's out there trying to copy what you did last time, they're not going to be able to catch up to you because you're keeping on, keeping on uh, doing more and doing different and doing better. Yeah. And that's so awesome that you're, you're thinking that next step ahead. So I like, I mean, like on a fun compliment, like I got to design uh, a mug for uh, a business here in town for mm-hmm. a pretty big business. And my signature got removed from it, which, you know, I imagine just for room or whatever printing, but what's cool is a couple of people like, Hey, you know, I work at this thing. Did you do this? This looks like yours. So yeah. it's kind of, you know, I love being recognized like that, or it's, I still get goosebumps even Tom out and seeing it. So I see people wearing my stuff out in public, yeah, out in a store or whatever. I mean, I love all those things, but that's it, so cool. But yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it just, and I like, you know, people can tell my style, but I, I want that to keep, you know, constantly be yeah. changed. Cause I mean, I don't draw the same I did in elementary and in high school and in college and then today. Yeah. I, uh, I love, I, I'm a, a band person. I don't follow sports a ton, but I yeah. love music. And yeah. so I love it when there's a band that sometimes they make people angry by making a, a, an album with a new sound. Oh yeah. And that it happens and that's okay. But what I like is when you have a band that they do something that may seem brand new, but you still feel like them. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I, love, I mean, even like, you know, their first down was so heavy, but the next one's very chill and mellow and things like that. Yeah. And I used to get upset about some of those things, but then I, you know, that sits in. So it does maybe take a few listens to get used to it, but mm-hmm. there's also a few times where I'm like, I can't, I got to toss this one. <laughs> yeah. And not everything's for everybody. And right. so as you're creating, like you just got to keep trying to, to evolve it. So yep. good yep. job, man. <laughs> Who's like one of your albums that frustrated you where they did a, a change of style maybe. Oh man. I'm trying to think of, uh, the, the easy one. It's not even for me, but people yeah. get, or people hate on Coldplay no matter what, yeah. but Coldplay started off as like a super mellow acoustic band. Yeah. And then, uh, like they've gotten super electronic and like ethereal and out there. Yep. Uh, well not out there. They're still pretty mainstream, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, I love seeing their evolution, but throughout all of it, they still feel like Coldplay. Yeah. And I feel like too, every time they put one out, he's like, this is the last one and we're done. <laughs> and then four years later, this is the last one and we're done. What was that? There's a, a movie. I can't remember what movie it was, but there was a business and the name of the business was going out of business sale. Oh, brilliant. Oh, that's so, awesome. I don't know that, but that's awesome. The windows were just covered in like those big, like 10% off, 40% off yeah. stickers. And that's what the name of the business was, was going out of business. Oh, I might have to start something like that. That's kind of a clever idea. <laughs> I also love, um, oh, my little brother listens to a podcast and one year they, uh, towards the end of their season, they're like, listen, guys, we're so sorry that this is the end of our season. And uh, it's actually going to be the end of our show. And like for episode after episode, they're like, this is, this is the end. This is the end. And then, uh, so like they had their final episode and the next week they just released another episode and didn't reference it at all and just kept going That's with awesome. it. So, yeah, I love jokes like that. I love oh, that yeah. kind of humor. I always, my buddy, he lets me paint when his band's playing mm-hmm. and I always tell him like, come on, man, like, right after you do your first song, just like, all right, this is our last one. 
<laughs> or something like that. And um, he just thinks it's so silly. But I um, I got to uh, say something on the mic about the artwork I was doing. And I'm like, by the way, this is our last song. <laughs> I'm not even in the band. I'm just out there painting. But it was just, uh, it was it was good. Thankfully, they're cool with it and laughed it off and did like six more songs. But would you go to a show? I'm, I'm just imagining this right now called the Encore Show, where the entire show, it's like, hey, we're going to, this is our last song. And they just come back and do like if it's a big band, like 20 encores and just keep coming back. Uh, we went and saw My Morning Jacket. Okay. I mean, right off the bat, they did a three hour set. That's a long set. Then they came out to do an encore. And when that encore was hitting the half hour mark, I was telling Mary like, all right, I love this band. I love it. I cannot stand and be here. I got to get out. My mm-hmm. body physically is done. And we ended up leaving in the encore. I mean, it would, we had been there like for almost six hours because they had an opening band as well. And you, know, you went line, but I mean, like three hours of just jamming. And mm-hmm. then they do the, <laughs> so there's been a time where I'm just like, all right, this is, I got a limit. <laughs> this is a, uh, a, maybe you're like me question for real, but are you uh, at the age now where you want to sit at concerts? I already do. Yeah, me too. So I, uh, <laughs> and I also now I've been going to a few shows by myself just uh-huh. because I know not a lot of my friends are into some of these like very out there bands that I like. Yeah. And so the last one I went to, they're called Deaf Heaven. Sunbathers, my favorite album, but um, <laughs> I, I purposely got uh, balcony seats. Yeah. Got there a little early, had my own little table and it was, I loved every bit. Cause I'm like, I'm not down in the pit. Yeah. I'm not getting squished against the stage, which I do love and miss, but I just, I can't do it anymore. So yeah. Balcony and sitting. Yeah. Even when we went and saw iron and wine, balcony and sitting. Seats. Oh yeah. I mean, not really you can move for iron and wine. Yeah. That's not a, that's not <laughs> a, a, a mosh show. If you don't know who he is, he's just a, a really whispering singing guy with an acoustic guitar. But, yeah. <laughs> but still, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a sitting guy now. It happens to the best of it us. It does. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is the kind of the very end here. Um, and it's the question I'm going to ask everybody when they yeah. come on. Uh, maybe you're like me, but what is something you're learning right now? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I feel like life right now has been uh, like, I feel that first off, me and my wife have been through, I think, every like a lot of heavy stuff, a lot of hard stuff. And we've seen um, some friends either walk away from their faith or walk away from their marriage for just various reasons. And I feel like for the stuff we've been through and the hardship we've been through that when we have issues happen, it's not that bad. I don't think anything get worse for us. So I just learned to recognize that and just keep, you know, moving on and and growing. Like we just like, all right, you know, the situation is not great. It sucks, but we've been through a whole lot worse, even like with, just trying to be a better father and husband. I, I, I'm a, a big people watcher. So when we go to Disney or yeah. a store, I, I just, that's again, like I get lost in my thought and I just see, and me and Mary were talking about last time we were at Disney, like we see people come in here and we're fortunate because we live in Florida. We get the pass is a little bit cheaper, but I'm like, how's this family getting here? Like, what was the whole journey of like, yeah. is it credit card? Is it debt? Were they saving up for years? Cause I know just the, the flight and travel is enough money, then Disney, then the food and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, you try to sense what's going on behind the scenes, but I'm also trying to use that. Like, all right, seeing these people, how, how can I use just from observation, be a better father, better husband? Yeah. Cause I mean, there's times when I, I was a horrible father and husband just because of stuff I went through and how it's affecting me um, mentally through like PTSD and stuff and took you know, my wife and friends saying something to me. Yeah. And that's hard. It's embarrassing, but also I didn't want to be the guy like, I don't need counseling. I don't need therapy. You know, we can figure this out, which is, I don't, I think you just need to let that pride and let it happen. Cause sometimes talking to a stranger is the most healthiest thing you could ever do. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of helped have a shift. And I'm, I'm still evolving. I'm still trying to become a better, cause I'm not, I'm definitely not perfect. And I mean, like you're saying about if they see you on Instagram, you're not going to, you're going to see all the good stuff. You're not going to yeah. post like, what did he do this time? What is, yeah. what annoying thing did he say or didn't do or whatever? And 
So for me, that's like, it's a constant thing. It's like, am cause I want to raise my kids differently than how I was raised. Sure. I don't want them to be as sheltered as I was, but also I'm not like, here's the world. Good luck. I'm yeah. trying to, I just want to make sure they have a different upbringing than I got, even though I know my parents tried, I just feel this day and age just needs to be different. But also with Mary, I, I mean, I know I'm not perfect and I'm, I need to do like better things and recognize things, but I'm also trying to be as honest as possible with her. I feel like we can talk about anything. That's awesome. Like she's also the joke in the house is my creative director because before I send anything out, she looks at it. And we have this relationship where she can tell me like, this is not good enough, or this can be better. Or, you need to touch this up. And I'm no like her, her advice and her view of what she's seeing is, is, is key. And yeah. so I just, I don't, you get that moment of like, but then I'm like, all right, she's right. Cause I mean, we've got proof that everything she's mentioned has been like, you know, that's awesome. Amazing for us. And I see a lot of people don't do that. They don't give their, yeah, their spouse enough credit or, you know, they don't listen to them or they don't help out around the house or with kids and things like that. They just assume they're going to take care of it all. Yeah. And I don't want to be that. I want to be as hands-on and giving as possible, but I'm not saying I'm perfect at that. I'm still learning and growing. And, um, so that's kind of like, I feel like some things I'm trying to really, you know, try out and be better at. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of learning some of the same stuff, even with this podcast and the process of writing. Uh, I'm in the middle of trying to write a book that goes along with some of the stuff that we're talking about. And I realized like I would go shut myself off in a room and just like write for hours or try to write for hours and end up on TikTok for hours. Let's not get into that. That side of things. (laughs) But uh, I would, I would be trying so hard and I was working so hard, but I'd never showed uh, even my wife anything that I was doing. And so I I felt so bad because on her end, she was just, it was radio silence for her. And so and I can't imagine like what she was thinking is she probably felt so alone, like with our kids when they're going crazy at bedtime and I'm just typing away. Yeah. You're like, and, I'm working. <laughs> yeah. I'm working in here. But she, uh, so I've, I've been trying more and more and it's tough, like, especially with creative stuff, putting yeah. unfinished things out there, but, uh, she's yeah. the person that I trust the most in the world. And so it's been fun, like, like letting her in and seeing like how my crazy brain works yeah. trying to like like piece together ideas and thoughts and, and dreams and stuff. And she's been the biggest encourager when I started letting her in. I don't know if, I wonder if you're going through this thing too, as well. Like, like almost every Disney movie, it's like the father and mother are doing their thing. And then the dad gets so caught up that when the kids come in, he's like, no, 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 I'm working. Yeah. And so I've always wanted to make sure like, I'm not, I take the time with my kids. And so like, even, you know, recently they're like, they're learning how to make t-shirts. And so I was able to help Emerson make a design for her to make a couple of shirts for her and her friends. And then Finn's like, I want a shirt. Yeah. So it took me a few days to kind of like make myself pause and do it. But then we sat together and he told me exactly what he wanted. And I showed him how we got it all fixed and made and ordered and got him his own, like one of a kind shirt. That's cool. I just, that's the thing. I'm like uh, another fear. It's just like that. Um, I get so caught up in it that I block everybody out. And so we've been very conscious that like that, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. We talk about it that I do shut down. And yeah. so I've kind of like, I've turned my job into like a nine to five because before then it was a side hustle. Cause I was a youth pastor for 20 years Yeah, and you know, you got the crazy church life schedule. And so then how do you do this side thing without affecting your job and your family? Yeah. And so it circles back to John Acuff where he says, if you want to pursue your dream, you can't steal that from your friend, you know, from your work and your family. Yeah. And so what I would do, you know, cause of stuff that happened in the past, I don't sleep unless I have something that helps me sleep. So I would wait till everybody went to bed and mm-hmm. I would work like from 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. Yeah. Or later to do so I wouldn't affect anybody else. Yeah. And I did that for years. And so now the transition of making it like a nine to five mm-hmm. 
because my body's not used to it's been like a, a little adaption we've been working on but it's fun i mean i, I work from home That's i mean I, I have spots at different like places here in town to like do my you know office stuff but it's just you're trying to be a good family man and husband at yeah. the same time yeah it's tough trying to fit it all in so yeah i i totally feel you and i think we're a lot more like that. <laughs> that is awesome yeah especially with the creative stuff like it I, I feel like creative people don't talk about like this side of it very much yeah. that there's, there's a, a big life you're trying to lead and you're trying to put creative stuff out into the world. Uh, but there's also only so many hours in the day. And so if you're, if you're trying to make it your side hustle or uh, stuff in the middle, it, it's just trying to make it all work out. And so another thing I'm very guilty of is like, I'm trying to be a better listener, but I, my mind is going like a million miles an hour. Yeah. And so as I talk to people, even like right now or with my wife or kids, I'm already formulating an answer before they can finish the sentence Absolutely. and I'm almost cutting them off. And so I'm trying to better to have like, not like a long extended pause after to say it like some people do, but just enough where I'm like, all right, did you hear everything they said? Yeah. What is your response going to be instead of like, you know, mm -hmm. so that's been like a little <laughs> thing where you go back and forth about in the house. And so I'm trying to, you know, definitely be better at that because I, I see um, one of my kids has some of the same things as I'm talking to them, they're like, blah, blah, like mm -hmm. that's me, you know, yeah. try, but trying to like <laughs> a little while ago that. here. I'm sorry if I was cutting you no, you're good. We're doing it right yeah, now. <laughs> it's happening. Now. Uh, oh, a lady I work with, uh, she, she told me, it's like, yeah, you, you constantly cut me off. And I was like, oh no. And that, that's just something you never want to hear. No, uh, I'm happy. She was a good enough friend to let me know. And uh, I'm, I'm working on it too. Yeah. And I, I, and that too, I'm thankful for friendships like that. I feel like I have a couple close people that we can be as open and honest about different things and sharing. It's a safe place to, to yeah. vent or correct or help each other. And I feel more people need that. I also just, this is extra that I feel everybody needs to have like a, some close friends where you have your own night. Like mm -hmm. me and Mary try to make a, an effort that, you know, a couple nights a month that we go off just with our, like, you know, whether it's a movie or a show or something, just yeah. so that we can go hang out and you need to get away from each other for a second. Yeah. It's just healthy. You need it, but not like a weekend or you're like, I had heard people going on their own personal vacations without the family. <laughs> <laughs> if that works for you, that's awesome for me. And I just, it blows my mind, but I just want to make sure like, you know, we at least have, you know, go off for a few hours and hang yeah. out with them. And it's, it's, I think it's very, you know therapeutic in a sense. Absolutely. So that's yeah. extra. And thank you for that. <laughs> that is going to be on our bonus Patreon. You can sign up at patreon.com slash. I don't know how Patreon works. Let's go. Cool. I got a Patreon with no followers, so it's all good. <laughs> uh, so this is actually uh, the advertisement section of the podcast. Go to Josh's Patreon or bumpspatreon.org. I don't know how Patreon works, but <laughs> .org slash net. Yeah. <laughs> .tv, right? Is that what y'all use? Homestarrunner.net. <laughs> it's .com. .com. So we've, we've kind of like, like waded through some heavier waters. And so I, I would like to end on maybe more of a little bit of an up Definitely. note. Uh, in front of you there, there's a couple of, uh, oh, awesome. a couple of note cards and a Sharpie marker. Yes. So here's what we're going to do. It's kind of a, a newlywed style, this or that kind okay. of game. I'm going to uh, give you a couple uh, this or that and uh, write your answers down. We'll reveal them at the same time. Okay. And we'll see. We're going to end this by trying to see if we're maybe a little bit more. Oh, I love it. All right. Than you care to think. All right. Are you a winter or summer kind of guy? Oh, awesome. I know what mine is right away. Also, I wrote the question. Awesome. All right. I'm going to go ahead and pre-apologize. Uh, I have the most god-awful handwriting. Hey, me too. Well, All right. On three. One, two, three. Winter. Ooh, uh, summer. summer. Oh. <laughs> 
I like the cold air, but at the same time, I mean, I love going to the beach with the family. That's like a, yeah, I just can't wait. Like we just like, uh, I have a couple tattoos as you can see, and I always stop getting them when it's close to summer. Cause it means I can't get in the water or the pool. So like, oh. I get them all during the winter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that you've got like your shedding season figured yes. out. It's almost like, you're, uh, I don't know. Yeah. My, my tattoo artist knows that Corey craft over at black swan, but, uh, yeah, you joke. He's like, Oh, pool season's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, my thing with summer is this, uh, I can always, uh, in the winter, put more clothes on. In yeah. the summer, I can't keep taking clothes right, yeah, off. Yeah. I get complaints. It's it's not a good situation. So I try <laughs> Let's to put one more layer back over that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, out of the blue, it's just uh, here in Florida, just gotten ridiculously hot outside. Oh, it burns hot. Yeah, it's not just hot. It has like a feel, it stings. Yeah, like you're, like you're getting cooked. Like your tan food. Yeah, tan food. <laughs> Bringing it back. Bringing it back. We circle it back. <laughs> All right, round two. Are you All a right. pancakes or waffles kind of guy? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my kids know this answer. This has been an age-old story in our house. All right. Three, two, one. Pancakes, waffle. Oh, we are, we are not doing too well, hot I'll right t- now. Can I tell you why? Yeah, bring the heat. Uh, I hate when pancakes disintegrate before you can finish them. Like, I don't like super soggy cereal. I like wet cereal, but okay. I don't like... So when pancakes, like, what I'll do is I'll roll them fast and just dip and eat them. Like, I treat it like almost okay. like it's a burrito. Because I'll see, you know, they just shred up. Like, a yep. waffle, mm-hmm. it's always crispy. That's true. And you got little uh, syrup compartments built in. True story. Sorry. Maybe this next one. No, no, no that's like okay. A- uh, but back to waffles and pancakes. Yeah. Do you have a certain uh, pancake and or for you waffle uh, flavor you enjoy like a mix in? I do love just if I waffle or just plain maple syrup. Okay. I say syrup and water weird. But that's uh, okay. I, I prefer that. But uh, pancakes, I do like the flavor ones. If there's a pumpkin one. Oh my okay. goodness. A good pumpkin. I love yeah. my thing, especially if I'm going to like Waffle House yeah. is uh, blueberry waffle. Fantastic is uh give me a pecan waffle oh yeah that's pretty good stuff Just, this is an extra bonus this is a night again go to bump.patreon.biz <laughs> is uh how do you say uh what word did i oh how do you say the word pecan pecan you said pecan yeah. okay good i mean we're like on that one because we're from georgia i mean pecan pecan but i'm always like pecan i just like it sounds funny uh-huh i mean that's the other thing I, if i know something can be a tad like annoying or an irk a pecan <laughs> but there's also i have a whole backstory we were I was doing my, my first summer at the church when I moved out here, uh-huh. we went on a, a camp uh, retreat thing and like, I didn't know about that well. And we came up with like a little inside joke cause we we're looking for a creamer and all I had was butter pecan. And so we're mm-hmm. always like butter pecan. And it just became this inside joke between me and all these kids for years. And I, I even forgot why we said it, but that's, <laughs> so that's why it's pecan. Cause I'm always seeing that joke. Cause I'm always ready to throw that out. So yeah. With words like that, I like to figure out like the worst way to say it. So like the way that no one says it. Yeah. So I call them peckins. Peckins. That's awesome. Well, that's like me in garage. Yeah. Garage. I've heard garage before, but, but no one else says, you know, yeah. I mean, or Florida or American does not part of our, but just the fact, why did he say garage? You know, but yeah, you could be fancy and like call your trunk, your boot, all that kind of stuff. Just go full British. All right. I think we're going to be alike on this one. Okay. I'm fingers crossed. When it comes to clothing. Are you a fashion or function person? Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I spelled this right. (laughs) It's okay. It's a podcast. No one's going to be able to read it. Here we go. One, two, three. Function. Yeah, totally. Now, my wife, she knows it. She's got it figured out. So, I mean, I'll get always get my own t-shirt stuff, but, you know. Like even like lately, I'm like, I don't want any patterns. I just want something plain. Yeah. Because I feel like there's been so many varieties of patterns that they, your shirt you have, the next year it's gone. It's not in. Yeah. Or looks old or you 
So I'm like, if you go plain, that's always in. I yeah. know fabric changes. So lately I just been like, I, I even stopped wearing jeans the last couple of years, not because mm -hmm. I hate her. I just feel like I just like wearing a plain pair of pants, roll yeah. up a little bit, get a little airflow in the legs, you know, <laughs> there's not like a the design element to it. I just like the <laughs> It's hot out there. <laughs> it's very hot outside. But people are like, hey, I get compliments on it. I'm like, honest, you know, Mary, like she said, roll me, you know, roll up once. And I just threw a few more rolls in there. And, there you but, go. Anywho. <laughs> but well, you look great. Well, Everybody, you. <laughs> people tell me all the time, that bump. He's just, <laughs> just a looker. So. <laughs> That's the first for today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, superpower. Would you rather have the ability to fly or super strength? Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a story by the my amount answer. that you are writing right now. I know we are not. Alike. Oh no. All right. <laughs> One, two, three. I'm going fly. You're going super strength. I'll tell you why. Why? Bring the heat. I've, I've always loved comics and superheroes. That's a huge thing. I've collected sure. comics. I'm a Marvel guy, Good but I always you. think like, say I do. Okay. We're going to get, say you could do get a superpower. Sure. Like is the government going to at night come kidnap me and do surgery for how does he have these superpowers or this and that? And We're I'm getting like in the weeds on this one. Yeah, already. But I'm like, I'm but if it. I can find a way where it's like enough people know that they won't mess with me, then I can hire out my services. Like, cause you think like they have super strength, man, come out there to some construction job site, help move this or that, or just put my start. I'll come on a movie set, you know, have the actual instead of a stunt guy or having to use special effects. So I just, in my head, how can I monetize this in a sense where it's like not over the top, but it's useful or. Oh man. Well, if you wanted to go fly, that's why I, uh, I wouldn't fly the, when I was a kid and David Copperfield yeah. uh, flew on stage oh. that lit up my yeah. brain, man. And so that ever since then, that's like, if I could have a superhero ability, See, that's I thought it. flying would be awesome. But then I unfortunately listened to a scientist one day and he just talked about like the human body, what happened after it got certain listen, areas. And I'm like, listen, we don't need to get into I know, the, but the that nitty gritty. So on it threw me off. So I went back to super strength and I'm like, I mean, I would love everything from Wolverine's healing factor to like, sure. I always thought Mr. Fantastic stretching ability was awesome. Cause uh -huh. I'm like, I have some ideas that. You know, I could do with that. But again, same thing, you know, Spider-Man sticking the walls and super strong, you know, I just mm -hmm. all those. I love everything. So, I'm yeah, just, but I feel like you need a good combination of powers to really make it worth true. it. But because if you're super strong and your arm gets ripped off in the middle of lifting something heavy, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just making up stuff now, but you, you got to you got to get like the Wolverine healing power, too. So there's a fun thing that happens on a, 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 a trend happening on Twitter through the comic world where people like make up your own super team, but it can't be like always the top five people. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I'm always got like these like D list, C list characters. I think would make a really cool team and why yeah. I would have their powers and how they'd be helpful. And then <laughs> why are they together? What they're going to do. And so some of them are like everything from people have the power for like vibration, like how uh -huh. that would come in handy and the things you can do to anyway, I could talk for hours on that stuff, but the, um, let's go back to the, where do you go in your mind's free for 10 minutes? Yeah, there <laughs> you go. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> what I mean, I just like getting these like worlds and stories and all right, this is the last one. And yeah. I think we're going to, I, I really hope and pray we've got, uh, one together. So got, far. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, when you're on a walk, if you're out walking, yeah. are you listening to music or a podcast? Oh, okay. I think we hope we got the same one on this one. I really do too. I think we're on the same page. Huh? Yeah. Hey, 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 we both put podcasts. Yeah. I was out. Last Thank night. God we're not complete strangers. Well, I'm great. I'm surprised we haven't passed each other. I go every night in case anybody lives in the, you know, camper area. I go, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I walk every night. I go out around 10 PM between mm -hmm. 10 PM and 1130. I yeah. do about three, three miles. That's awesome. And I always have a podcast on. And so last night I was listening to the, I don't know if we can promote it. Someone else is on here, Bring Trimark, but Nate Bergetzi. I love his Nate okay. Land podcast. Yeah. It's good. But then I also listen to a lot of Bigfoot UFO stuff. Just Absolutely. It, it, it's just an interest I'd like to have. It's fun. And then uh, I love some 
some comedy people. I yeah. I got on that kick of the true crime, but I just after a while I'm like, all right, this is too much death, yeah. and I love the whole, but I just needed some some pep and happiness or a, a different distraction. So. I'm the exact same way. I uh, I got in the like initial when Serial first came out, and yep. that was really big. I listened to a few murder mystery things and like case, uh, like court case things, but then like the world started getting really heavy and I was like, I need to smile right now. Bump, thank you so, so much Always. for being here and doing this. This has been so much fun for me. And I, I love getting to hear the heart behind somebody that like in public I see and you are so amazing, but to know that like your heart behind creating and being a dad and being a husband, it, I, I love getting to know people a little better. And honestly, I feel less alone now. Oh, in, thank you. Like my creative pursuits, because I know that everybody's just, we're, we're all trying to figure this thing out. Yeah. I tell real quick too. I just tell people like the, the typical thing is like, I'm not as good as you or I'm not as it. And I'm like, that's not a thing. There's not, I don't feel like there's better and things because my, my daughter talk about, it. I'm like, we all have a different style. Everything comes out differently. So however we create, that's who we are. And that's our thing. Yeah. So I never look at artists like he's, I mean, I'm like, he can you know, sketch more realistic than I can or do sure. this, but I don't like, I don't treat it as a better, weaker, lesser. I just feel we all have a different summits with words and writing. Some of yeah. us it's with like a, a visual summits with digital. Yeah. I feel we all have a creative thing that can be used and I feel like God can use it in our world. And I think it can change and connect with people, but yeah. I never see it as like, oh, they paint better than me or this and that. I yeah. just, I look at like, you have an amazing, awesome gift. I love what you do. How did you do that? That's how yeah. I, I see it. So just, I don't want anybody to think like, can't be creative. I, I actually feel the the same way. Um, there's, I, I, if I was, I work in a church, but if I was working as just a creative, I would be a photographer, videographer. And uh, we have people that come in, uh, they serve and they volunteer in the church with us. And uh, people are like, what, what kind of picture do you want me to take? I'm like, I, I kind of want you to see what we've done. Like we take pictures all the time, yeah. but I want to see what, what church looks like through your lens. Awesome. And so yeah. people like they'll take a shot from a different angle than I would, or from a different space. And it's not that it's any better or worse, but it's just, it's unique because they took it. And so I love seeing the different way different people's brains work. And so I, agree, I love man. seeing how your, awesome. your brain and heart works. And I'm well, so happy you were a part of this today. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad we got to have our first date and got to be a part of this. Oh yeah, so. it's so cute. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to wrap things up, would you go on a second date? Oh, totally. I'm back. Absolutely. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm, I'm ready for round two. Awesome. 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 Well, hey, thank you guys so much for watching and listening to Maybe You're Like Me. Uh, please do me a favor. Go on uh, to wherever you're listening to this or where you're watching this. Subscribe, share and let people know about this podcast and go to our Instagram at Maybe You're Like Me on Instagram and be sure to leave a comment on who you'd like to see on a podcast like this. We'll talk to you guys soon. Later, friends.